0: This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. This is a script tease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background and of course spoil the endings. All in less than five minutes. We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today we do History Boys by Alan Bennett, written in 2004. Why is it called that? Well, it is about a bunch of boys in a special class that will hopefully lead them to gaining entry into top universities. The class are called the History Boys, but it's not that simple either. The play jumps forward in time and is representing them as people from history. Set in the 1980s, they are a piece of history themselves. They are also not considered Oxford or Cambridge University material, so they don't appear to fit the mould. So you could say, they're history. Considering the Royal Commission into Institutional Child Sexual Abuse, it is worth noting this play has mild themes of child abuse and molestation. We start in an English secondary school in the 80s and follow eight boys selected for a specialist class for university admission. The classes are run by three teachers, a 6 year old expert teacher named Hector, who does not think entry into university is a be-all and end-all and doesn't love that he teaches this general studies class, also a new teacher called Irwin and Mrs Lintot, a history teacher, who has managed to get more students receiving excellence A-levels than ever before. The headmaster Armstrong thinks the boys don't have the polish to make it into Oxford or Cambridge. The play is littered with asides and direct audience addresses, talking about what will become of characters and what is occurring in the school. We meet Irwin, who is a young teacher. His whole job is just to prepare the boys for their entrance exams and interviews. Hector doesn't like this arrangement. At the end of class, one of the students, Scripps, agrees to go on a motorcycle ride with Hector. The boys then chat about how Hector chooses who will ride with him on his bike and what happens when he rides. Erwin tells the boys that facts are boring and aren't impressive. They need to seem worldly in their interviews. We get a sense of what the boys are like in class. They're rough around the edges. They have a go at one another, but their intelligence is clear. We then hear an interwoven conversation, one between Mrs Lintot and Erwin, and one between Erwin and Posner. Posner confesses his homosexuality and asks how he can proceed with his crush on Dakin. Erwin avoids the topic of his sexuality in both conversations. We also see Dakin, although interested in girls, is developing romantic feelings for his teacher Erwin. Erwin and Hector talk about the boys. Erwin believes that they think the information they learn in Hector's class is irrelevant to their exams. Hector reminds Erwin he thinks exams are the enemy of education, but Erwin thinks exams are a fact of life, and why teach them if it's not going to help them get into Oxford? Hector suggests it may help them in their lives, which is obviously more important than an exam. In a conversation with the headmaster, Irwin says the boys are improving, but cannot guarantee they'll get into Cambridge or Oxford. The headmaster then criticises Hector's teaching methods, saying they don't have measurable outcomes. Mrs Lintot tells Irwin she believes the headmasters are enemies to the culture of a school. Throughout the play, we see the boys develop refinement in poetry, language and history. We see them embrace the classes and become closer to one another, while we also see their gifts as bright young men. We then get some direct address, telling us it's six months later and Hector has been sent to the headmaster's office. It seems Hector has been molesting and groping his students on the motorcycle. The headmaster's wife saw him. He is asked to resign. While leaving, Dakin asks Hector if he can go on a bike ride with him and Hector says no. We jump for a moment, seven years into the future, where Irwin is in a wheelchair. Posner, many years older, is writing a newspaper story about what happened and asks Erwin if he and Dakin ever had a thing. Erwin wheels himself away angry not giving any information. We then go back in time to Hector's class, where he announces he and Erwin will be sharing the class. Hector starts sobbing. We see Hector and Erwin teaching their first joint lesson. Erwin goes along with a conversation about the Holocaust often being described only in terms of human suffering, rather than as facts about what occurred. Hector thinks they are connected, and we should consider the reality of suffering... Posner is Jewish and we find out that, that he discusses these ideas at home, only to be struck for asking such questions, so Erwin must write an apology letter to the family. We see more classes as art, women and history, music and drama are discussed. The headmaster has private meetings with each teacher. Hector knows he is not coming back and Mrs Lintot tells the headmaster she is retiring and assumes Irwin will take her place, but we find out, in fact, Hector is asked. All the boys get into Oxford, even Rudge, who many had little faith in, but clearly sees the world in a unique way. We hear points of view from each of the boys about their university experience. Dakin says he knows Erwin lied about attending a prestigious school, but instead of admonishing him, asks him on a date. Although Irwin tries to evade, he agrees to get a drink with him next week. Next we hear Dakin has blackmailed the headmaster into giving Hector his job back. It seems the headmaster was a little gropey with his secretary. Dakin is about to go with Hector on his motorcycle ride as a thank you for his years of teaching. The headmaster is horrified that Hector would do so right after he agreed to stop. The headmaster suggests Erwin go in Daken's place, and Erwin agrees. We then get some direct address. The bike crashed, Hector died, and Erwin became paralysed. We finish firstly with Hector's funeral and a eulogy, then with Mrs Lintot telling us that the boys became successful in their lives. Even Erwin, we hear, goes on to be a successful TV journalist. If you didn't know the play before, you do now a bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember, this was just our version of the play's story, highlighting the bits that we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you want to mention. If you do, please leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. We would love to hear from you. That is all from us at The Aside, and this episode of Script Tease. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more Script Teases and over 200 episodes of The Aside. If you would like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening.